0: Let me share a funny story. The first time I realized that I turned 40 was in the corridor at work. I was walking down the corridor and somebody from behind me said, Uncle, what's the time? And I stopped for a while. I turned around and saw there was this young chap said, Uncle, what's the time? And flabbergasted as much as I was, I turned back to see if he was referring to somebody else. But there was no one behind me. The question was directed at me. And so I realized at that point in time, I had arrived at 40s. I was the new uncle that I always dreaded in my 30s. But it was true. So they say age is a big number. What they don't say, how big is it? How bad is it? What is the impact of growing old in a country where 60% of the population is below the age of 30? imagine you are a 40 year old what do you do then what is your future join me in this episode of bus talk where we talk about your life at work we try to address issues straight and direct simple and straight it is a podcast which does not shy away from asking tough questions and if there are no answers acknowledge that there are no answers on that note let's dive in In this episode, we'll try and address the following questions. Number one, at 40, what do you do about your career? What do you look forward to? What do you do differently? And how are you going to do it differently? Number two, if you're in this age group of 40 to 50, how do you find jobs? Given the fact that majority of the jobs are being given to folks who have five seven years of work x here you are with about 15 years 18 years of work x how do you land a job and finally number three we discuss about the future what happens to you beyond the 40s once you cross 50 what happens then what can you do now to ensure that life beyond 50s is slightly easier so let's find out So you are a senior manager, maybe a director by the time you're 40 and I know there are people who become vice presidents by 35 but we'll leave those geniuses aside. Let's talk about us mere mortals who kind of made it to middle management or senior management or knocking on the doors of senior management by the time they crossed 40 or just about touched 40 so now you are in that phase where you have a team that you manage you probably have a bunch of direct managers who report into you and they in turn manage a small team and if you are not in that position and you are a senior individual contributor that is fine as well they get paid the same yep that's a corporate myth that many people think that if you are an individual contributor you get Paid lesser than that of a people manager not true senior individual contributors get paid quite handsomely and at times more than people managers so if you are this person who's uh, been in this company for a good five seven years chances are you've got promoted and now you're at that plateau phase where more or less your finances your emis are under control hopefully if it is not then look back into your financial discipline but assuming they are more or less under control it might not be perfectly resolved or solved but you are financially that much more stable your life is that much more sorted yes there is the work pressure the politics the chaos And there is no getting away from it, right? If you quit this job and go into another job, it isn't going to be any different. So it wouldn't be surprising if you said, wow, it was frying pan to fire. So here you are in this job, having done this for four or five years, you're probably heading a business unit or a business function. And now your goal is to break into the big league. Between now and 45 or 47, you've got to hit the big league. Big league meaning get into the senior. Vice presidents or senior director, depending on the size of your organization. Like I mean, that's the other misnomer. Don't get too caught up with job titles. People often read too much into job titles. If you could be a business development executive for all you care, and be the country manager. Or in many cases, the CRM has a different nomenclature than the discretionary title. Right. So CRM would say you are a senior general manager whereas your actual discretionary title could be senior director national whatever so don't get too caught up about the job title i think the biggest thing i focused on when i turned 40 was to see if my scope of work has increased has my business impact increased and and it's a double-edged sword really if you ask for more you get more and the risk is even more so if you fail after having asked for more that puts you in double dip. So (laughs) you have to be very careful, beware what you ask for, you just might get it. So if you are now well equipped, you think you are comfortable in handling a stretch project, a diverse project, a different project, a separate initiative, which could later on go on to become an org wide initiative, good start. That's a good place to begin rethinking because that will consume about a year and a half or two years and it will create a brand recall for you within the company like oh this person did this and he was known or she was known for this particular project if you if you have that luxury of course in many instances you don't It might also not be such a bad idea to just keep delivering consistently what you're doing without getting to be the superstar or the rock star that some people are looking for. Like you might not be the MVP, but you are this person who consistently never ever misses forecast, always delivers, crosses over 102, 103, 101, 102 and people can count on you they depend on you and that is good currency that is good balance it will eventually come out later it'll the benefits will reap a little later but don't get disheartened that if you're not doing any star power kind of work you know like a la marvel kind of superpower that's all right you keep keep doing as a as a senior leader i can share that A leader needs all kinds of people. We need the rebel, one needs the workhorse, one needs the person who questions all the time and one who falls in line and just does his or her job. So it's a rich organization if you have a diversity of minds and talents at your disposal. So do not underestimate yourself if you're just doing the regular job. It's a good thing. Number two, now you're in this age group of 40 to 50 and you've done long enough in one company, in one role and you now think of finding another job. Now, it's a Herculean task. Why? Because by the time the LinkedIn notification comes to you, you notice 200 applicants have already applied and you're like, wow, it's just been about 50 minutes that the job has been posted. And then when you scroll through, you see people who are five years of work x and three years of work x have applied as well as people even senior to you people with 25 years of work have applied and you are like wow they were looking for a senior director and they have asked for work three to five years of relevant work X and you kind of find a midway okay they've asked relevant maybe the total work X could be 10 years the relevant work X is three to five but let me break it to you i mean i hate to break it to you that the budgets are always going to be restricted right if they find a resource who's probably doing 70 percent or is able or capable to deliver 70 percent of what you are delivering at 50 percent your cost chances are she will get the job or he will get the job that's and i know i'm generalizing but more or less for general management roles that is very applicable it is little different for niche roles is a specialist requirement or a specific requirement then the flexibility is little more but if it is a generalist role you can rest assured that anybody costing lesser than you and who's probably 70 to 80% of your resume or profile, the probability of that person getting hired is higher than your chance. So then what does it do to you? Where does it leave you? Well, one thing is for sure. The job applications at this stage, when you're in your 40s to 50s, is rarely through applying. I mean, there are instances where people have applied through LinkedIn or uh, Indeed or any of the other job, portals and got their jobs but mostly it's through networking you will need to know people and networking by it don't mean those kind where you suddenly find oh x company has posted a job and then you search the hiring manager and send a linkedin invite and say hey hire me Not that kind of networking. Networking always happens over a period of time. Like build bridges when you don't need them. Where are those bridges that you've built over the time? And if you haven't in your 30s, then clearly it's a struggle in the 40s. But you still got to start now because there will be a 50s as well. So begin building bridges when you don't need them right so anyway so networking is a better way knowing the right person is a smarter way to get there and yes it sounds a little nepotistic that oh i know this person so let me help this out but it's a strange mixed bag in the country because the volume of talent is immense like per job application you're looking at 300 350 if you're a smallish company and if you're a large organization you're looking at anywhere close to 1200 to 1500 applications sifting through those applications to find that one or two right resource or candidate is an incredibly difficult job i mean you could find water on mass much easier than finding the right resource and so if a trusted resource within the company identifies a talent that he or she has worked with in the past, then that is a, a smart route to try and approve because all all said and done, it will not be just that person's prerogative to hire you. There will be five other people who will interview you. So it's not like it's a walk in the park that oh, please recommend me. And say, yeah, I'll recommend you and you give an interview and get hired. It's it's not like that, right? There will be an HR round, there will be a stakeholder round and you know the drill. So there will be ample chances where unanimity of decisions might not be reached and you still might not get the job. Now, if that person who's offering you the job is at that powerful a position where nobody can deny or, uh, you know, uh, refuse him, or her then then it's a different story but by and large it will go through the rigorous processes also bear in mind that the preference for most organizations even if they've advertised it on linkedin or any of the other job sites and portals will be to first hire people internally like you would have benefited from it at once one point right while you're in the company and there is an opening in another department you would always get the preference isn't it so now that you're on the other side of the table you can't crib about it <laughs> there will be that preference where the internal hire will get a stand a better chance to get the job than an external hire and business-wise it makes sense that's a sophisticated nepotism if you will but uh, it is easier to train people who have been within the system than hiring people from outside. So does it mean nobody gets to hire from outside? Of course they do, because it is also a fact that there are many roles where despite internal talent being available, they just don't fit the bill. And so companies do have to look outside. So you will not know by the job posting and hence it is something that you've got to apply and find out and know through your network if you can but don't get too disappointed that if you get a rejection letter that if, if at all you get a rejection letter and sometimes they send it in like 30 minutes and you know that that was just a placeholder post that they had done and you kind of scratch your head and think I just applied and in 30 minutes they decided I was not a good fit I didn't even interview so you probably fair to say at that time the position is closed and they've identified somebody most likely internally and so make peace with that and move on number three now you are at that midlife stage where you are around age 50 or just above 50 or below 50 and you are wondering how will my final decade of work pan out in most cases where people have done well we'll not talk about them because their life is sorted and they are already a part of a group which is progressing towards their 60s and eventual retirement and then there are those set of people who have been super geniuses and super smart and they have said oh i will retire by the time i become i touch 45 or 50 and god bless and good luck to them but there still remains a sizable set of people who will need to work between 50 to 60. And so some of the things that you need to worry about, and if you are, say, in your 40s right now, what is it that you do now that your 50 to 60 journey is a little bit better and sorted? See, Number one, you have to have to upskill yourself, stay up to date about what's happening. Chances are you're already at a leadership role, but somebody is breathing breathing down your neck already there will be this young chap young lady who's doing exceedingly well and deservedly well who'll probably replace you at some point so how do you stay ahead in the race clearly politics alone won't keep you ahead in the race and somewhere you have to take up the initiative show that value that representation that accrued Economies of scale that accrued, intelligence over the years that you've ga- gathered by your by working through all the past two decades. There's a ton of experience there, a ton of learning there. Can you give shape to a problem? Can you make such a large org-wide impact that your value is sustained? And that's a tough ask, right? Making an org-wide impact. It's a tough ask. So you have the time now. Can you see where the industry is heading? Can you see where your customers' customer are heading? And therefore, can you solve a problem for your customers so that they find it easier to acquire more customers? You know, These are all little macro-level thinkings, but you have reached a stage and maturity and knowledge for you to think little bigger than the tactical aspects of running your everyday team you have capable managers who are doing the tactical aspects of running your business you know doing the forecast doing the revenue doing the reporting and all all that jazz but how are you giving shape to your department to your division to your territory to your region and taking it to a different direction doing it better than other regions doing it making a globally best performing team if you will not just nationally and so these are little macro and big thoughts and the skill sets required to do that begin now right you have to be part of such projects you know shadow some of these projects that your seniors are doing right now take up that responsibility and say hey let me become the the office boy and for lack of a better expression there that i'll do the running around i will do the hunting scratching finding digging whatever is required let me be part of a big initiative which is has a global visibility or a national impact if you will and play the foot soldier if need be is what i'm saying even in your mid 40s so that these kind of projects and they're popularly known as transformation projects i'm sure you've heard them you get to lead the next transformation because now you have a repertoire, you have a vocabulary, you've rolled up your sleeves and showed and learned the ropes, how it is done. You knew the what, now you know the how. And so in your 50s or 50 to 60s, at least there should be two or three such mega initiatives that have an org-wide impact. If you're in a company, if you're an industry leader, then probably at an industry level impact. Think big. This is the time for you to think big. This is not the time to think more tactical. That was the job you did in your first decade, probably late into your second decade. That's it. Now you have to go completely strategic and very minimally tactical. Your team management is now limited to your directs. Your directs are doing uh, 50% strategy and 50% tactical. So you should at least be doing like, 10% tactical and 90% strategic activities so can you keep yourself upskilled can you speak the lingo and can having said that the higher that you go you're further away from the ground can you somewhere find a way to reconnect with the individual contributor Doing their first job second week into their first job can you talk to them and understand their motivations their challenges their voices maybe take an initiative of a campus hire program you know you go to the campuses and hire you know fresh graduates and what have you and there could be many such initiatives it could be a csr initiative i don't know keeping your ear to the ground and listening to grassroots it could be a partner who's just got a five member team trying to do a SaaS business now like he doesn't even can't expand SaaS accurately but can you take up a you know adoption program where you take up 10 potential high potential partners and say let me grow grow these people or identify 10 territories which have traditionally underperformed and say let me see if i can reintroduce something different you know think on those lines these are big impact big ideas which take long which take resources but once you do manage to achieve it it has a large massive long-lasting impact so in a nutshell age 50 to age 60 is your time to think through big and that journey begins from your 40s that preparation for your 50 to 60 begins from your 40s it can't turn up at 48 and say oh now I have to start thinking big (laughs) that doesn't happen so spend time in identifying and something that you probably said to your juniors that is there a career development plan do not abandon a written down career development plan even if you are 45 years old it is important you know exactly where you are headed with a plan and as tactical as rudimentary as it might sound you will realize that many places that people don't have it and so they mostly then tend to rely on relationships oh you know him so you will always get hired wherever this other leader moves or oh, you know that person so this person will always pull you in you don't really you know you somewhere stop doubting the system and you know start thinking that seeking favors and giving favors is the only way to succeed well I, I beg to differ your content will hold good Your substance will hold good. If you have stuff in you which can make a large impact, that's the best bet you can always rely on. rest of the stuff you cannot rely on because if you don't have utility to somebody, somebody will also not have utility towards you. And so those kind of relationships often fizzle out. So yes, it works for many people and they've been in very, very high positions even today. Going to equations and relationships and past history and all that but there is enough scope and room for you to stand your ground on your own so make that position very solid and strong and in additionally as a bonus if you find you know some favorable people to work with then god bless i mean absolutely so those are the two or three things you can try in your 50s <laughs> Finally, to all those young kids, and I say it with respect, right? I know you are adults now, the folks in your 20s listening to this and uh, smiling perhaps. Please realize it's the same train. Somebody's in s1 somebody's in s3 and somebody's in s7 the final destination is the same we are all in the same train so the experience that you are going through being 25 and 27 or whatever we didn't land up at 40 just so that you know you know we were 25 27 and we have gone through exactly what you're going through as well and so sometimes listening to these kind of references might sound a little distant for you uh, which is fine, but idea is to keep the fundamentals intact and solid and then chart your own course and I'm sure by the time you get to your 40s, in another 20 years or 15 years, the landscape itself would have altered completely. So a lot of this might not even hold true for all you know. but for the immediate future, immediate five years, seven years, let's say till 2030, most of what I said will most likely hold true. So on that note, Good luck and stay well and stay safe. This is your host, Ayan, and you were listening to Bus Talk. You know where to reach me on my social media handles, on Ganban on Twitter and Facebook. You can drop a voice note. Look, there's a link there below. Just leave a voice message or I'd really urge you to leave a review on Apple Podcast. It helps me to hear what your thoughts are, comments are, suggestions are. bouquets and brickbats all welcome. So till we meet again, bring your A-game to work. Ciao.